As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It's time today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 15th day of February 2022. This is a, what is today? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday morning, February the 15th. Uh, Today's National I Want Butterscotch Day. Now, who in the world would come up with a name like that for a national day? Anyway. National I Want Butterscotch Day. So if you do, uh, do something about it, I I guess. I'll make no comment on that one. We got some cruise ships sailing from North American ports today. Just three, though. You got uh, the Grand Classica sailing down there at West Palm Beach. Of course, she's going to be the Margaritaville Paradise here in another month or so. Six weeks, something like that. Down in Miami, the Azamara Quest gets underway and out at Long Beach, Los Angeles, the Carnival Miracle. Today, which we'll get to it eventually, the headlines, Virgin Voyages opens the Miami Terminal. Carnival redeploys more ships. Carnival fascination beached and scrapped. Former AIDA crew member leads India. Sapphire Princess offers summer season from L.A. Write a love letter, win a cruise. Beloved cruise director says goodbye. Big Costa plans and a whole lot more live this morning at 11. Busy morning, folks. If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access it on my Accessible blog, accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your regular podcasts like uh, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts to search for travel and cruise industry news, and you'll get the old fat travel guy. So, 
And if you, uh, you'll notice that occasionally I have some video clips or pictures from not only myself on cruises, but uh, some other folks that are out cruising and send me stuff in like today. Got a couple things to share with you. So if you're on the podcast, you can always go down in the description of the podcast and look for the link to the video feed and you can go check out the pictures and stuff if you'd like to. Kenneth and Robin, of course, are on the uh, Ruby Princess as it sails into Hawaii about now. They should be in Hawaii. Uh, no, it's the time difference. About this time later in today, when it's about this time on in Hawaii time, <laughs> so so you're still a couple hours away from Honolulu. But they sent some pictures in with Valentine's Day yesterday. Oh no, the pictures are gone. Where are they? <laughs> Honest to goodness, folks, I had some pictures. Where in the world did they go? That's typical for me of losing things. <laughs> I sure as heck have. They're not, where, they're not where they're supposed to be. So let's do this. Let's go over here. So you won't think I'm totally flipped out. If I go to... Um, Downloads. All right. This is um, this isn't doing what I wanted to do, folks. I uh, sorry about the dead air there. I was trying to figure out how I could get some of the uh, stuff loaded up real quick, but it's uh, not letting me do that oh there we go now it's starting to so bear with me just a second folks and i will honest to goodness get things rolling here because i actually had several things that i wanted to share with you uh today so i'll make it a kind of a quick a quick thing all right so i got some stuff loading up uh and of course it's loading up in a crazy order uh, but that's neither here nor there, too. So we've got to, we lost what the two I wanted from Robin and Kenneth. So uh, that one's in that one. All right. So anyway, folks, sorry about that. Robin and Kenneth are on the Ruby Princess. Uh, that's a little dead air. I'll have to cut out of the podcast. Um, but anyway, they they it was Valentine's Day, and they just wanted to send a Valentine's message. Beautiful cake. Isn't that nice? Who'd want to cut into that? Wow. And then Hot Air Tom, he was uh, he did some crazy stuff there, and he finally headed home after his uh, jail time in uh, Florida for uh, COVID. He was in COVID jail, he and Cindy both, for a while. They took the train, uh, which I was going to show, a video, but I'm not going to take the time to do that. But anyway, Hot Air took the train and got partway up there on the Brighton train and then rented a car, I think. And they got up to Jacksonville 
and stopped in to see, uh, had lunch, I think, with uh, Nikki and Roger. Uh, I assume Roger's taking the picture, and that's Nikki with Hot Air Tom and Cindy. Uh, and then they drove on to Myrtle Beach um, and checked into a, a place in Myrtle Beach there. And I was hot air on the train. So anyway, uh, I'll, tomorrow I will get loaded the video that hot air sent of the train. And uh, there's a couple of things that I didn't get up here today. And that was totally, uh, you know, me and technical issues. That happens. <laughs> so. Uh, we do have an update on the uh, gentleman that was uh, hurt. Uh, remember, the Kenneth and Robin sailed, and then they got out in the middle of the ocean, had to turn around and head back towards San Francisco when they were met by helicopter due to a medical emergency on board. And the person was uh, airlifted off the ship by helicopter. So Ken found out what had happened was they there were carpet contractors that were uh, taking carpet out of empty rooms and putting new carpet in them. And this guy slipped and fell and dislocated a hip and they couldn't stabilize it. So I had to go to the hospital. So they airlifted him off to the hospital with a bad hip. So. Uh, also, uh, Kenneth and Robin found out there's 1,828 people on Ruby Princess this week. That's right about 50%, give or take. Uh, so that's a little bit better than those awful numbers that I had the three weeks I was out. Uh, last week, they had 1,100 passengers, so there, that's 700 passengers back closer to normal. Capacities of around 3,700 with 1,200 crew. So, uh, in my world, folks, and uh, there's uh, personal issues here. If you if you're uh, squeamish about medical things, uh, turn your volume down for a second, because um, I start in with all the doctor crap again today. Um, I got to see all of them in the next uh, week. As a matter of fact, between now and next Tuesday. So today I go to the urologist. They want to know if I'm peeing. Now, it's been seven weeks since we took the catheter out, folks. And believe me, if it wasn't working, I would be screaming at them. Why they want to see if I'm peeing or not, I have no idea. But that's what I got to do today. I got to go let them know that, in fact, the plumbing is operable which is a good thing. Tomorrow we go to the oncologist. This is the mid, the middle six month thing. So I don't even think I have to have a shot tomorrow. I just go in and uh, they do, do a blood work and test to make sure my PSA levels where it is. I think that's all that's going to happen tomorrow. And then next week I go to the pulmonologist. And he's probably not going to like the fact that, you know, my breathing still sucks. It does. I use my oxygen when I need to. When I'm sitting still like this, I don't need it. So I don't use it. You're probably fussing me about that, but I don't care. 
he also might be upset with the fact that one of the cruises, the middle one the, on the seashore, the scooter round delivered me two, count two, uh, oxygen concentrators for my cabin at night that didn't work, both of them. So thankfully I had my portable unit so I could use that at night if I needed it. But anyway, all right. We do have a bunch of news to get to today, so better get at it. So I'll be back with news right after this word from one of our network sponsors. All right, on with the news today. Sir Richard Bronson was joined by Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Lavina Cava and Virgin Voyages CEO Tom McAlpin for a ribbon-cutting ceremony at the new Terminal V, Virgin Voyages' new cruise terminal at Port Miami. It's three stories tall, 132,000 square feet. The new facility sits at the northwest corner of the port with an unobstructed view of Biscayne Bay, Edgewater, and downtown Miami. The terminal has over 1,000 palm trees and features lush indoor landscaping and LED screens, local artwork by nonprofit art and public places, and an outdoor terrace that passengers can use before embarking the ship. That is a good thing. Terminal V has a street address of 718 North Cruise Boulevard, which is a nod to Bronson's birthday, July the 18th, 718 North Cruise Boulevard, and his birthday is July the 18th. Hmm. I guess that's what you can do if you got lots of money. Although I wouldn't particularly want my address to be, you know, 9949. You know, that would be kind of stupid. The carnival has shuffled the deck once again, folks, on cruise this cruise ship chessboard, changing more deployments and adding a ship to Alaska. The interesting and exciting thing is that all carnival ships will be back in operation by May, the start of the 2022 Alaska sailing season. That's all of them, folks. But here's the latest moves on the chessboard. Carnival Elation will move from Port Canaveral to Jacksonville, effective April 23rd through October 13th. Carnival Freedom will be moving from Miami to Port Canaveral to pick up the itineraries formerly signed to Carnival, Carnival Elation, effective April 21st through October 15th. Carnival Spirit will take over several sailings previously assigned to Carnival Freedom, including the April 17th Carnival Journey cruise from Miami through the Panama Canal to Seattle, and then after the season back. Once in Seattle, Carnival Spirit will operate cruises to Alaska from May to September. These itineraries will open for sale later today. Carnival Splendor, you know, that's been stuck down there in Australia forever, it seems will reposition to Seattle and operate Alaska sailings currently assigned to Carnival Freedom. Hey, confused? <laughs> Try to keep the schedule up on all this crap. 
Upon completion of the summer Alaska season, Colonel Splendor is going to return to Australia. Assuming by then that Australia cruises are open. But anyway. So the bottom line of this, folks, is you're shuffling uh, ships around from three different ports uh, to cover everything. And you're adding a ship to Alaska from what was originally planned. And the other one up there is different from what was. So it's just confusing. Uh, if you're if you're thinking about any of the carnival ships, then uh, by all means, talk to a travel professional, folks, because I'm not sure anybody is going to keep straight what's been going on with the, all the movement of this and that. But anyway, we'll try. And a sad story. The Carnival Fascination cruise ship has reached the end of her life as she arrived in Gadani, Pakistan to be beached and scrapped. This marks the end of the vessel service and a distinguished run that spanned more than 25 years and two cruise lines. I was on the Fascination twice. It's a good little ship. I liked it. Of course, I like that size ship. Rohan Goez, a former AIDA crew photographer, is Team India captain at the World Photographic Cup 2022, which is in Rome, Italy. Team India is invited in person for the grand ceremony. World Photographic Cup is like the Olympics for photographers, and this year 35 countries have participated. Each country can only have one team. India is in competition for two medals. Goez, who worked for five Aida ships, shares his passion and importance for traveling and photography in his book, How Did I Travel to China? The Big White Journey. Cool. Congratulations to Aida's former photographer, Rohan Goez. Sapphire Princess will begin summer sailing from Los Angeles for the first time on June 25th and offer 16 voyages that will range from 4 to 16 days in length. The 2,670-guest medallion-class cruise ship features more than 700 balconies, world-class dining, and dazzling entertainment. Bookings are open today. Went a cruise from Holland, America with a new Love Letters to Alaska contest. Part of the line's celebration of 75 years of exploring Alaska. The contest opens on Valentine's Day and will give away 10 suites, not cabins, 10 suites for 2022 Alaska cruises to lucky winners. The new contest invites prospective guests to write a love letter, poem, or inspiring note. Listen to this hot air, Tom. A love letter, poem, or inspiring note featuring Alaska. Options could include describing why guests love Alaska, why they would like to visit Alaska, detailing the ways Alaska moves them, or sharing an inspiring note on why Alaska would be a once-in-a-lifetime dream vacation. Come on, guys and ladies, get those pins a-flowing. I'd like one of you guys to win that sucker, or win one of those suckers. That'd be cool. 
Having spent 20 years working as a cruise director from the Carnival Cruise Line, Jen Baxter announced this week that she will be leaving the company to try something new. She'll be working with Viking as program director on its river ships. She begins her new career in March and will be cruising along the Rhine from Amsterdam to Basel. I was on her ship several times and I would tease her about how many announcements she made. If you've ever been on a ship with Jen, she was the cruise director that was on every two minutes. It seemed like 24 hours a day. She was a good cruise director, though. But staggerate the crap out of me with all those announcements. Costa Cruises plans to be fully operational by summer, including the four recently launched ships, Costa Toscana, Costa Smeralda, Costa Varenzi, and Costa Venezia. They'll all be operating in the Mediterranean. The cruise line hopes to allow guests to leave the vessel and explore the multitude of destinations independently rather than booking the bubble excursions. Costa will be operating 13 ships, sailing 1,800 cruises, visiting 179 different destinations on cruises lasting from 3 to 127 days. I was asked yesterday, actually last night, why I had not commented on the sailing of Carnival Pride's two-week naked cruise. I hope they have lots of sunscreen. I have now commented on Carnival Pride's two-week naked cruise. All right, let's go see who's in the chat room. Been a busy morning here. All right. Kenneth's with us. Hey, Kenneth. Katie's here. Listening while she's traveling around. Oh, that's okay. Gretchen's with us. Carol's with us. Amy's with us. I miss seeing the wind blowing through your hair on the ships. I miss having the wind blowing through my hair. I don't like being back at home. Not long, though, Amy. I'll be March the 12th, uh, fly to <clears throat> Port Canaveral and sail on the 13th on Meraviglia back-to-back with my buddy Elizabeth, Elizabeth on location. Jason says the gang is back. Jason, of course, is down there sailing around in the Caribbean. The air's blowing through his hair right now. Hopefully, we're going to hook some uh, something up with Jason tomorrow. How close are you to Hawaii, Kenneth? They're getting pretty close. Should be there at 11 o'clock at 6 now. So, yeah, that was um, said a couple hours, five hours. I know it's going to be about the same time as we were doing the show. Gretchen says, exciting, yeah. Nikki says, good morning, Chile and gang. How is everyone? Of course, everybody's fine talking back and forth. What a great pick. Yeah, the pick of, of Nikki and Hot Air Tom and Cindy, I thought so too. Amazing ship fascination was, yeah. Emily's with us. Hi, Emily. Good to see you up there in New York. Cleaning is here. I have to get up and take the poodle out and get breakfast and get myself ready for work. Okay. Well, you go ahead. 
This is for Hot Air Tom and gang. I have both walkies in my bag for work. These walkies are so light. Hopefully I don't run out out again with them. Oh, she took them home, I see. Not used to wearing the walkies. So anyway, folks, been a busy morning here. Hope everybody's doing good. Uh, Kenneth just said they're going to Waikiki Beach. Nice. Very nice. The entertainment has been excellent. The seats are pretty much full every night at the show. The food is good. Only hard part is getting used to the time change. Yeah. And then you just about get used to it and you'll be coming back home and have to change back again. So. But yeah, that's, you're going, you know, six hours, roughly time difference. That's, you know, that's the whole part of a day that you're having to push to, you know, your meals are six hours later than you're used to. And, you know, going to bed six hours later than you're used to and all that stuff. So anyway, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. I got to go get my scooter out and load it up to go to the doctor. This is one of those doctors you have to go 14 miles and I'm not going to try walking it. I'm going to take my scooter. So we'll see how that goes and prove to them that I can pee. That's just terrific stuff, isn't it? Good for the show. I thought so. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to wrap me up for today, folks. If you're new to this channel, we don't talk about pee every day. That's not often. But it just happened to be today. You're, you have to join us. Then. Sorry. So if you are new to this channel, we always appreciate the thumbs up. Or you can give me a thumbs down for today. I got no problem with that either. Uh, but do please consider subscribing. We do this every day. Uh, six days a week, we talk about travel and cruise industry news from literally all around the world. Feel free to join us. Join in the chat room with all our buddies. Get together and chat back and forth. And as you can see with Hot Air Tom and, and Nikki and Cindy, they got together to had lunch as the Hot Air Tom was going through town. So, and now um, uh, Katie's getting together with... Uh, uh, with Gretchen and her folks, there's a whole gang, another gang getting together. That's coming up soon too. Is that this weekend? Anyway, Katie and, and Gretchen and a bunch are getting together. Uh, oh, hot air, uh, hot air, not hot air. Uh, Nanook of the North John just popped in. See if he has anything to say. Emily says, take, Take care with good luck with the doctors. Yes. Um, good morning, everyone. Off to take someone to the clinic, but listening. Oh, okay. So he's off and running too. All right, guys. That's going to end me up for today. I'll see everybody back here tomorrow at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time for travel and cruise industry news. That'll be on the 16th day of February tomorrow. So, you guys, as always, stay safe. Stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully we'll all meet one of these days on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, 
just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply.